the job of the Premier of Ontario is to represent the people of Ontario. And just because Justin Trudeau and the federal Liberals have decided that this is the way they want to proceed does not mean that we have to take it. And so we need to do, the Premier needs to do everything she can do to oppose that. And so that means looking at all options that, that are available to us, all legal options. We can occupy the field by making sure that we can prove that we can meet those standards that they're asking for. But regardless of whether we do or not, it is the job of the Premier of Ontario to make sure that we do what's right. And that means no carbon tax, no new taxes. That was leadership hopeful Caroline Mulrooney talking about, of course, carbon taxes, carbon pricing, they'll call it. And um, they all talked about it tonight. And the good news is all four of these candidates say, no, we do not want it, which is music to my ears. Music to my ears, because you can call these things anything you want. You can call them pricing, tolls, fees, whatever you want. They are nothing but a tax, period, full stop. They don't help the climate. They don't help Mother Earth. They don't do any. They don't help the oceans, the trees. It is a tax and it is going to fill government troughs. And that is all it does. But a new poll coming out, which should be um, taken with a huge grain of salt, like a huge iceberg size block of salt suggests that PC voters, almost half who are leaning to vote blue in June, but aren't quite decided, apparently say they want a price on carbon, even if it's higher. And it was a major plank in Patrick Brown's People's Guarantee. It was carbon pricing. That's how they were going to pay for the platform. But the candidates all tonight said, no, 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 this will punish business. It punishes everyday people. And in the end, it does nothing for the climate. You just can't put lipstick on this pig. I'm sorry, folks. And the good news is, I think Doug Ford had one of the best lines. He said, hey, you want to go to court? We'll go to court. And Christine Elliott said, yeah, we'll, we'll challenge this. We'll take this to the highest court. I want to bring in Christine Van Guyen. Of course, she's with the Ontario Taxpayers Federation. Hello there. Hi, thanks for having me. All right. The problem with this poll, and there are a few, uh, is that it says people are going to be willing to pay a price. It doesn't say what the price is. So I think some people actually think a carbon price is going to be like an extra nickel or a dime on what you buy. It is not the case. It's actually quite expensive. Yeah. So what the poll asked, um, it asked if you were opposed or if you favored a, a tax or they didn't even call it a tax. They said, would you be in favor of a policy that puts a price on carbon if it makes some things more expensive? And they did find there was some support for that sort of amorphous concept of doing things. But it would certainly be a different result if you asked people, uh, Trudeau's carbon tax will cost your family $900 a year and won't stop global warming. Do you support that policy? If you ask that question, obviously you're going to get a really different result. And like any poll, you need to take them all with a grain of salt because often they're commissioned by groups that want to get a particular result and they design the questions in a particular way. Right. It's all in the fine print or the wording. But it does drive up prices on everything from the gas you put into the car to the food you buy in the grocery store. It literally drives everything up yeah so what the what this says is um it would make some things more expensive but it doesn't say it would make it more expensive for you uh for your family i mean when people answer this question they think of it they can think of it in a more generic sense of yeah maybe it will cost businesses more and they'll pay the price 
but they don't think necessarily that that cost will uh, be, you know, cascade down to them. And of course, it will. Government doesn't, or businesses don't just absorb the cost uh, out of the goodness of their heart. They're going to push it down into consumers. And uh, studies found that by 2020, uh, the Trudeau carbon tax, if it's imposed, would cost uh, a family with children about $900 a year. Right. And, and of course, we're dealing this with this in Ontario at a time when businesses are also trying to figure out how to uh, adapt and survive the minimum wage increase that they're dealing with. And of course, as we're seeing, the costs get passed down to everyday people, certainly the lower income people who tend to get hurt the most. But, you know, you get this phrase, oh, but it'll be neutral, which to that I say, there is just simply no such thing as a neutral tax. It, it's still money out of your pocket. Yeah, so that was one of the other questions in the in the in the poll, the forum poll. They asked what sort of carbon pricing people would be in favor of, and they said uh, one of the options was the current cap and trade regime, which is really unpopular in Ontario. Another option was the so-called revenue neutral model, where politicians are given a massive new taxing power, and we assume that they're going to use that power to benevolently reduce our other taxes because. Uh, of course, of course they would. Uh, and then the other option was allowing a, a Trudeau-imposed uh, federal carbon tax. And then the fourth option was, uh, was, was I don't know. Mm-hmm. And the most popular of those four options was the so-called revenue neutral model. It doesn't offer the kind of uh, answer that we see uh, Saskatchewan government taking and the New Brunswick government taking of fighting the federal government on that, which, as you mentioned, the the candidates in the PC leadership debate tonight all talked about, about potentially going to court, mm-hmm. about challenging the federal government on this. And let, I mean, let's be honest, that's an option that is open to uh, whoever forms the next government. They don't need to take this lying down. They can stand up for Ontarians, especially low-income Ontarians, who can't afford to pay more for this, this carbon tax. Sure. And look, it's not like I am not... You know, about, I, I try to do my part. I think we all do our part. There's no question we can do our part, but we are not a major polluter in in the world. We are not evil people. We're actually pretty responsible uh, when it comes uh, to how we treat the environment. Can we all do better? Sure. But this notion, the way it's packaged and the way people, are, I think, are made to feel guilty about what you don't want to pay a carbon tax or cap and trade. No, I don't, because all it is is a tax. But because it's packaged so slickly by the environmentalists with polar bears and, and dying trees and all the rest of it, people are essentially guilted into accepting it. Yeah, so, so what one of the questions in this forum poll was, should Ontario do more about climate change? And, and that's one of the headlines that's come out of this is that 51% of people in Ontario think we should do more about climate change. But cap and trade and carbon taxes don't affect climate change. Ontario is, is only a small part of Canada, and Canada as a whole is less than 2% of all global emissions. If we stopped emitting entirely, if everyone in Canada just, cease to, to, to engage in any manufacturing, to drive any cars, if we cease to exist in this country, it would have no impact on climate change. So saying that uh, a policy that really is about putting more money into the pockets of politicians is, about, is going to change the global climate is laughable. And I think that we don't need to accept it. So, so conflating, I mean, when you do a poll like this, you open with the question of, should we do more about climate change? And then you follow with these questions about carbon taxes. And people, of course, 
conflate the two in their mind and they think, oh, well, these must be environmental policies. Right. These are these are revenue policies designed to get the government more money. Yeah. And we've come up with so many nifty names, you know, tolls, fees, uh, what's the other revenue tools, all these stupid names. It's a tax. They should be called taxes. Period. They're That's taxes. They are. Yeah. And look, I think if you ask the question, would you be willing to pay $45 a month or $45 a week in a carbon tax uh, to help the environment? I think a lot of families would say, well, hold on a second. Um, I can't I can't afford $45 a month or whatever. I mean, if, if you actually could break it down into dollar and cents, it would actually create a pause for people to say, mm, I'm not sure I can afford that. But even if they even if people can afford it, let's acknowledge the fact that this doesn't stop global warming, yeah. even for people who can afford $45 a month. And, and, and people some people can people want to want to donate to a charitable cause and people care about the environment. Maybe they want to um, contribute to a fund to help an endangered species. Those are all noble things to engage in. Um, but being taxed and giving politicians more money so, so that they can give subsidies to yes. Tesla is not right. curing global warming. It doesn't do anything. Ontario is such a small player in this, that this is really about revenue for a revenue-strapped government. You got it. Christine, thank you. Thank you for having me. Christine Van Gein joining us from the Ontario Taxpayers Federation.